welcome. I'm Ashley Bullard and this is a podcast for unitedpolitics.uk. So in the last few weeks there's been quite a controversy about the Windrush scandal. I'm joined by three members of United Politics. I'm joined by Ross Atkinson, who's a member of the Conservative Party. I'm joined by Liam Martin-Lane, who is a member of the Labour Party. And last but certainly not least, I'm joined by Jack Ridehurd, who is a member of the Conservative Party as well. So Jack, uh, I introduced you last, but I'm also going to come to you first, actually. Um, the Windrush scandal has uh, been rolling on for a few weeks. Lots of um, very passionate speeches have been made in the media and also in Parliament about it, from various members of Parliament and people within media organisations. Can you explain exactly what the issues are? What is it all about? Well, this largely relates to um, an era of Caribbean migration to the UK. Um, in the past, um, these people are significantly have been in the country for a significant amount of time, uh, and the decision was taken on, in two thousand nine under a Labour government to get rid of all the documentation that um, allowed them to be in this country legally and allowed them to prove it. That being said, I'm not blaming this completely on a Labour government for once. Possibly, um, I think it was the fault of the Labour government originally to take the decision. Um, it was completely incompetent, um, but it was also completely incompetent for the Conservative government's following, uh, as well as the coalition, not to reverse it and to carry it through. Um, so I think there are failures on all sides of the political spectrum here. Most recently, Amber Rudd has announced that compensation may be paid out um, to anyone who has suffered a loss in quotes so um we're not sure what the sort of parameters of that will be um but it does look like she is planning on paying out reparations um which can only be a good thing considering what these people have been through also the path to citizenship for them is open um which i think is completely due considering the amount of time that they've been here and the amount that they contribute to the country and um, i think they're as british as any of us uh, and I think they should be rewarded with citizenship if they don't already have it for that. I mean, you said that you don't entirely blame the Labour government. Alan Johnson, who used to be, of course, the Home Secretary once upon a time, he said that actually no minister ever had that decision. It was actually something that was made at a much more junior level and they didn't even realise that decision had actually been made. So you are blaming some of this on the previous Labour administration, are you? I absolutely am. Uh, it's the concept of ministerial responsibility. Whatever level this major decision was, was taken at and it was a major decision um it has to come down to the minister in charge of the department in which it was taken um and i do think there is a certain level of incompetence from that government and the government succeeding it in terms of that decision not being reversed and that decision originally being taken as well okay so the government that superseded it that was the coalition government uh, who in that government are you blaming as a minister that was responsible well it would have to be the minister that presides over that same department um because obviously the civil service will largely remain the same whichever government is operating um, so the civil service will be under the orders from the government to basically follow through on what the policy is and the policy was clearly to retain that decision um, at whatever level they decided that I'm not sure um, but I think the minister in charge of that area of policy should still take responsibility because it is partially their fault. OK, um, we'll park it there on that one at the moment. I'm going to go to Liam Martin Lane. Jack is saying that uh, some of this was the Labour Party's fault or Labour government's fault and then also the coalition government as well. 
Would you agree with that assessment? I'd agree with the facts, which are that the decision was taken away from the minister in charge and the minister responsible. So it's perfectly reasonable to it's perfectly reasonable to you know not come out and say that this decision wasn't taken by me or this decision was taken without my knowledge. I think this may sound slightly naive though which but it is also to say that when these landing cards were destroyed i don't necessarily think that people thought of it as a problem at the time because they did not think that a scandal like this would have arisen the fact that these uh, that the, the fact that the windrush generation first of all came to this country from such a long period ago and made such a contribution to this country and really how we are as a society, both culturally and economically today, that it really would have been unthinkable in the minds of ministers and in the minds of the general public as well to for them to have any proof of their right to stay here. In my mind, and surely in the minds of people before this scandal, during this scandal, and certainly well after this scandal, is that the Windrush generation are British. They've made an exceptional contribution to this society in terms of helping us rebuild this country after the war. And like Jack said, they deserve full British citizenship if they do not already have it. And Ross, I'm going to come to you obviously next. I mean, you're being very patient. You're the uh, third panellist and you haven't said anything yet. So I was listening the other day to one of your heroes, Jacob Rees-Mogg. He was saying that actual fact, the Home Office is probably the most disorganised department of any of the government departments. Um, Do you blame this on the Home Office? Do you think this is a scandal like Jacob certainly does think and he thinks it's absolutely horrendous? And also, what do you think can be done about it? Is it too late or can something be done? I think it's an absolute scandal. It's the epitome of bureaucratic ineptitude with politicians having real damaging impacts onto people's lives. This awful papers please culture doesn't really belong in Britain. We don't have a state which rules over the individual. The individual rules over the state. And this Windrush scandal's just brought to well, brought to the fore the problems with the government that constantly asks people to prove their right to be in the UK. Um, It's the first time that I'll agree with the Labour Party on an issue that this situation, as David Lammy put it, is grotesque, immoral and inhumane. In my opinion, it isn't a government policy that is the problem. It isn't previous governments in the past few years that have been the problem. It is a series of failures by governments to not really recognise that the situation for these people could change. They should have been granted citizenship a long time ago, in my opinion. However, I am glad that Amber Rudd has stated that they will get free citizenship with no knowledge tests and they will also receive compensation which I hope uh, remedies the situation for them in some way. Okay so just to wrap this up do we think that this is some sort of um, do we think it's more incompetency and a mistake or do we think actually this was some sort of a conscious decision that had been taken? I think uh, from what you've all said it, it would imply you all think it was more of a mistake Um, or a bit of um, incompetency in some of the departments or some area or something like that, not necessarily pointing the finger at any one person or one department. But do we think this was intended or do we think it was actually a mistake? Uh, What do you think, uh, Jack? I absolutely think it was both. I don't think when the decision was made they intended to do this sort of thing and cause this sort of scandal. Um, But in terms of mistake, it's one hell of a mistake if you you look at the figures and you look at the facts. Um, To be honest, I think that these people should have been given citizenship as and when they were eligible for it, like everyone else. 
has been, hopefully. Um, and I do think it is a bureaucratic nightmare in terms of what has happened. Um, so the government can't be fully responsible for it, but they must shoulder a big part of the blame, like I've already said. Liam, a uh, mistake or intentional, what do you think? I think it is certainly more of a mistake, but I would also point out that civil servants in the Home Office and the Home Office in general follows policy. I know Tony Blair in the past himself has said that whoever is responsible for the Home Office is doing the most difficult job in government. And so you have to lend a certain amount of sympathy to anybody who is in that job. But I would say that the state has let these people down, travel documents denied, exclusions of returning to the UK, benefits cut and threats to the poor. This has happened for some time. Those aren't my words. Those are the words of Amber Rudd. And it is also the result of a department that is to an extent following policy, following a policy, in my view, which is quite ridiculous, of meeting arbitrary migration targets. It's also the result of a policy of a hostile environment that, for all of its intentions of wanting to curb and deter illegal immigration, has now made an entire generation of contributors to this country fearful of being sent on the next boat back to the West Indies. So this is something that has come about largely by mistake. I think it is it's it is somewhat uh, it, it is somewhat symbolic of the current incompetence within the Home Office, but it's the incompetence of the Home Office following specific policies, and so both of those need to be solved. And Ross, uh, last but not least, uh, do you think this is a mistake, or do you think it's uh, an intentional, uh, intentional uh, consequence? I don't think it's an intentional situation at all. I think it's more of an incompetency within the Home Office, uh, within governments both the current government and consecutive previous governments for not granting these people protections from this sort of situation. As Liam has mentioned, they've had cuts to things like benefits, um, problems entering and leaving the country. But we also need to remember these people have lost jobs because of this papers please culture that has been created and is something we really should abolish. Thanks, Jack, Liam and Ross. And if you have enjoyed today's cross-party political debate for United Politics, don't forget you could subscribe on both SoundCloud and iTunes. It's free and would love to have your company. <laughs> <laughs>